All right, we are now back for another episode of Comic Saturday. We are now reading issue number three of TMNT's The Last Ronin Lost Years, where we find out where Mike Lanzo was during those times we don't know. While he was traveling through Japan, trying to fight the Hiroto clan and go back to New York City, if you know what I mean. The story so far is then, following the loss of his family, Michelangelo attempted to find peace by retreating to the mountains of Japan. That peace was soon interrupted when the infamous warlord called Deathworm tore through the countryside. The heretic hero fled southward where he met and trained with Master Yip, a long-lost member of the Hamato clan. With renewed sense of purpose, Michelangelo left Yip's care to seek out Deathworm, whose warpath had progressed from Japan to Korea with no signs of stopping. Now times, while the second generation of ninja continues to learn and grow under the tutelage and care of April and Casey, they still have a long way to go before they're prepared for the world that awaits them. And that is what has happened in the last two issues of the last one in last years. We are going to continue this with the third issue. So let's get to work. Inner Mongolia, then. My, my eyes, Michelangelo said. Now, in New York City. I'm starving, Grammy, April. I can see that, Odin. You're probably wasting away. As soon as I've got these crusts cut off, you can take this over to the table with your brothers and sisters. Just a nick of time to save you from completely disappearing, baby. Thanks, Grammy. Oh, brother. Zipper Uno. How many times I gotta tell you kids don't like chance while you're eating? <sighs> hey, where's ye? Grammy? I cut it myself. Oh man, little girl. How'd you manage that? I was I was trying to slice some wires in Grammy's garage, but I slipped in and and now I'm gonna die. Pretty sure you'll survive, kiddo. But you are lucky you didn't hurt yourself worse. Didn't we talk about you not messing with any Grammy's tools unless I'm there to watch you? Y yes, Grammy. I I just thought I could do it by myself to help you fix things. Well, I can't criticize you for a lack of ambition. That's for sure. But as much as I love you taking initiative, I really need you to promise you'll wait for me next time, okay? O okay, Grammy April. I'm sorry. I know you are, honey. And now? You're all better. Why don't you join everyone at the table while you get some lunch? And I'll tell you all the story. You too, Sensei. One time, right after we lost your poor Uncle Raph, there were some really bad guys called the Purple Dragons causing some trouble in our old neighborhood. Normally, the Turtles and your Grandpa Casey would have investigated them. But with everything that had happened to Raph, they were busy preparing to fight the Foot Clan. I've been in some scuffles before, but i never done any of the ninja stuff with the guys up to that point. I really wanted to help. So I started spying on the purple dragons myself. Problem was, even if my intentions were good, I needed more training to be doing what I was doing on my own. And I almost got into some serious trouble. What happened next, Grammy? Well, lucky for me, Moja, I wasn't alone. The guy showed up just in the nick of time to bail me out. And it teached me a very important lesson. That even though my heart was in the right place, 
my mind and body weren't quite ready for the job. I still needed help. And you know what? That was perfectly okay. There's nothing wrong with trying to do things on your own. But it's easy to get ahead of yourself sometimes when you do. Especially if you're in a rush. If you rush in blindly. Whenever possible, first get the help you need and always look before you leap, okay? Okay, Grammy April. I will. Promise. Again, we go back into uh, Splinter's journal. Hand, showing us some handholds. And then it says, It is during our darkest moments that we must focus to the light. By Aristotle. Back to the past. Nearly two years ago, what? That's when I lost my eyes. What? What's what's happening? Why is everything so dark? I, I can't see. But we can see you, creature. Prepare the ropes. I remember thinking, that voice. Who? Who is it? Leo? Is that you? Is that you? There is no Leo here, creature. Creature. There's only us. Us? Yes, and we ask that you do not struggle. We mean you no harm. For now. Wait, what? But until we know who you are, or what you are, we must proceed with caution. No, wait, don't. He gets clocked in the head by a gun. But rest assured, you will know who we are soon enough. Quickly, we've wasted enough time already. Translated from Mongolian. The Noyan awaits. Noyan? Yes, creature. Charmagan Noyan, our leader. He will decide what to do with you. What to do with me? I began to fade into black. Was I awake? Was I dreaming? Or was I remembering? The Korean War in Town 38. I'd fought some deathworm thugs there recently. CMN C TMNT, the last one lost years, issue two. And I won. And I learned what to find their boss, Mongolia. I need to ride quick to get out of Dodge and to get after Deathworm. Good thing an old friend taught me and my brothers how to borrow a car once upon a time. Thank you, Casey Jones. I found a map in the car's glove box, got myself oriented and decided heading northwest from Town 38 made the most sense. The route I plotted took me past Poyangang, moving through China and Inner Mongolia, all to handle unfinished business with Deathworm and Mongolia. If I could find him. Talk about Neo in the Haystack mission, says Raph. Yeah, and we're looking at a 30-hour-plus haul before we even get there, says Donnie. The way Mikey drives, we'll be lucky to get there at all, says Leonardo. Whatever, says Le Michelangelo. The trip was no joyride. The further we pushed north, the clearer it became that Korea's reunification was a work in progress, and then some. The old regime might have fallen, but a shiny new reality sure didn't rise in its place. Heads up, says the brothers. Scavengers, three o'clock. And by the looks of them, I don't suggest we stop to say hi. You think? Apparently unified doesn't equate to civilized, no matter how it added up. I wasn't about to take any chances. I kept to the road, only pausing to get what I needed to keep going. Yo, is this just me? Or is this freaking snow weird looking? It looked like shards of glass falling from the sky. We kept moving northwest, finally crossing the border. And if the former North Korea was scary, 
China was horrifying. I've read about the 9.6 magnitude earthquake that struck near Beijing. The reports made it sound really bad, but seeing it with my own eyes, there were no words. It was too much. I had to get out of there. Uh, guys, says Donnie, I think I know why the snow's been so odd. I couldn't get to Inner Mongolia fast enough. And I finally did get there, but instead of feeling relief, I felt sick. Mike, what the hell? says Raph. Grab the wheel, says Leo. Not feeling too good. My eyes, they're burning. And in a split second, Michelangelo's crashes. That's how long I had my eyes closed. Problem was, when I opened them, sorry, trying to turn the page, I still couldn't see. Can't see. Then you are fortunate we take you to Chogomaganoyan, creature, for he sees all. Prepare, or perhaps he will help you. If you are worthy, Chogomaganoyan, it is, Batu. We have returned from the south. We have not returned alone. Please enter, good Batu. I would welcome our visitor. Tell me, what are you called, stranger? His voice almost like my father's. Like a ghost speaking in the dark. Shodomaganoyan asks you a question, creature. My name is Michelangelo. And what is it you seek in our lands, Michelangelo? I am looking for someone. He's, he's called Deathworm. He's a bad guy, an enemy I've sworn to defeat. I've chased him across three countries. He's supposed to be in Mongolia. But now, something's wrong. My eyes. Um, I think I'm blind. Huh. It appears we have similar concerns. We too. Deathworm? Yes, and much more. Please join me, and I will explain. Deathworm is blind? Oh, okay. So I'm assuming from the future episodes that the air is just, you can't see anything. It's bad. So blind Mikey find a tr found a tribe of Mongolian warriors in the middle of nowhere with a common enemy. What were the odds? Near impossible? About as believable as martial arts B-movie plot. But the tea in my hands was real and warm. And other than some rough handling when they first grabbed me, my host seemed real and warm too. My father always talked about how fate and destiny play a huge part in everyone's lives. He even wrote about it in his journal. I was thinking that maybe that's what this was. Fate? Destiny? Or maybe it was all just blind luck. <laughs> Wish Master Yip heard that one. Bad puns aside, I was feeling pretty damn helpless. Scared even. I couldn't see it, but I felt my host sense my anxiety too. He spoke slowly and in comforting tones, sounding more like Master Splinter with every word. My name is Chorumagan. My title is Noyan, which makes me the chief of both this order and Obug. What the English camp what the English call camp and tribe. And you have already become closely acquainted with my brave and loyal second, Batu Bagutar. Please accept my apologies for the harsh treatment you received by my orders, Michelangelo. It was meant only as protection for us and for you. No worries. Can't blame you for being careful. Had to be a shock to find someone like me. Ah, yes. Someone like you. 
The advanced riders informed me an emerald beastman had been captured in the wastelands. And although I am unable to appreciate the colorful description I was given, I can certainly feel that you are, sh you are, shall we say, uniquely formed. The result of radiation poisoning, perhaps? No, I've been this way my whole life. I'm a mutant. Interesting. Wait. You think you, can you can't appreciate my color? Are, are you blind too? That was the much more we had in common that I spoke of earlier. A fever when I was younger man rendered me sightless, but not blind. Even without my eyes, I can see the noble warrior inside you, Michelangelo. And as the many of my enemy is my friend, I would invite you to join us as one of our no cooled soldier and free man and free mutant. But my eyes, how? Don't fret about that. I will show you how. We have set aside small yurt to accommodate you, Michelangelo, and you will have a helper at all times as well. Helper? Yes, she will assist you while you adjust to your new surroundings. And your new condition. Batu, I gotta ask you. How can your chief even think to invite me to join you guys? I mean, other than being a blind mutant, what do any of you really know about me? You are right. We know very little about you. But it is as I told you before, Choromagan Noyan is able to see things the rest of us cannot. Here we are at your yurt, my friend, and young girl is here, too, at your service. Please greet our honored guest, Gorel, and practice your English. Who are your Beatles, John Lennon? <laughs> That's funny. Close enough. I will leave you both now. Gorel, be sure Michelangelo is fed soon. Come, Mikhail Angel. We eat. And so we ate. The first of many meals with the new, my new little helper, Garel, and other members of the tribe. And even though they would all become like family to me eventually, I didn't need working eyes to figure out that they weren't as sure about me joining them at first as annoying seemed to be. At least for me, Batu wasn't only a loyal soldier to his chief, he was also highly respected by the entire tribe. If he was willing to accept me, and so were they. May I join you, friends? Which made my own fears and uncertainty a lot easier to face. Even in the permanent darkness. Of course, even in the dark. Good sleep, you Macau angel. I was never totally alone. Well, is this something you don't see every day? That's supposed to be a joke, Leo. Because I ain't laughing. Probably because sudden blindness isn't funny. If I had to guess, I'd say prolonged exposure to radiation to blame. Whatever caused it, the question is what's your plan to deal with it? Yeah, Mike. What are you going to do? I, I don't know. Good thing for me, my new friends did. Little girl, Garel, helped me return to my everyday normalcy. How's it look? Clean like the whistle, Mikhail Angel. Batu helped me find my strength. How's it look? It's fine fits for an emerald warrior, Michelangelo. And Chomaga and Noyan helped me to see. So tell me, Michelangelo, how does it look? The fire? I don't know. I can't see it, Noyan. Then how do you know it's a fire? By the smell, I guess, and the sounds it's making, and the heat. 
and if you were to reach out and touch it, I get burnt. So, if you remember its imitable aroma, its sultry voice, and its dangerous caress, do you not also remember its brilliant face? I, yeah, I do. It's so bright, so beautiful. Yes, even when our eyes fail us, the things we seen do not change. What must change, however, is how we see them with failing eyes. Our senses are like a kingdom, Michelangelo. When they are divided, we fall. But when they are united in harmony, the entire world reveals itself to us. Trollmagan was right. The world did begin to reveal itself to me. As Batu goes, is about to strike Michelangelo, but Michelangelo feels it and he blocks him. And Batu tells him, Excellent. Day by day. Not an easy task deflecting a strike from the brave Batu. Tell us, you were able to do so. Michelangelo, I heard his boots scraped over the pebbles, felt like air change when he swung, and smelled today's breakfast coming from his mouth when he shouted, Ha ha, breath of Batu, month by month. I don't know, Batu, I don't think this is such a great idea. I don't think Michelangelo, I don't think Michelangelo, just do. Everything became clearer. What do you think now, Emerald Warrior? I think the horse is probably hating me, but I love it. In the dark, I found a new way of life, a new clan, a new family. The fire is beautiful here, Garel. Yeah, so pretty, Mikal Angel. But sadly, like my other family, this new one had the same old problem, an unrelenting enemy. What has the Noyan told you of Olgi Korohorijo, Michelangelo? Deathworm? Yes, him. He said Deathworm's an old enemy of the tribe, that a lot of blood has been shed fighting him and his thugs. Yes, our tribe was once much bigger, but even when our numbers were greater, we maintained a traditional way of life, peaceful. But when Olgi Korohiroki appeared, that peace was broken, our numbers diminished, the girl who helps you, Garel, her mother and father were killed by Deathworm's minions. He claims to be descended from Genghis Khan, wielding full military authority as such wherever he goes. Is it true that he's related to Genghis Khan? True or not, he believes it, and he's persuaded an army of, how do you describe them, thugs to believe it as well. They move back and forth across continents, reaping destruction like the Mongol hordes of old. This is why our tribe continues to migrate as much as possible to evade further decimation. But that is not to say we haven't inflicted damage on our enemy over the years. We may be peaceful, but we are not toothless. These seized weapons are proof of enemies falling. Oil and gunpowder. I could smell what was in the box even before Batu opened it. My brother, Raf. Always called guns wimp weapons. He wasn't wrong. But there was something else, a burning electric smell, like the kind that used to always be in my brother Donnie's lab. You remind you mind if I give these babies a ride, Batu? Sorry, sorry, sorry. From the moment I held them in my hands, humming with strange energy, it was like the tonfa were meant for me. 
I not understand, Mikhail Angel. Why cover eyes with cloth? Mm, I guess it just feels more natural to fight this way. Besides, who needs eyes to see? More fate? More destiny? More blind luck? Whatever it was, I had a powerful new weapon in my arsenal. Thanks to Deathworm. God, I love these things. Okay, time for my swim. Let's go. Only two years I've been using my ears, nose, mouth, and fingers to see. It had become second nature to me. But constantly relying on so much stimuli to function can get overwhelming. Who is Ari Stotzley, Mikhail? Aristotle? He was a really old, really smart guy. Kind of like Chodomagen, Noyan. Sometimes I needed it. Silence. Of course, taking a break from one family using meant spending time with another. Gotta admit, you're getting good with those taunts for Mike. Just shows how constant training pays off. I'm pretty sure those things have localized electromagnetic pulse capabilities too. We're testing out at least. A lot of good an EMP's gonna do against horses and goats, Don. Just saying. Wait, did you guys hear that? I felt something. Is that freaking bullets? And in one silent moment, in one peaceful, quiet moment, it was broken. There it is. Told you it was in the water. The smell of blood. Garel! Mikel! Ah! Garel! Here it comes as the men are cocking their guns. They're firing him at Michael. I hear it. I smell it. I feel it. I taste it. Damn freak. All of it. And all, all I can... And I do all that I can to return the sensations. But then... Quit screwing around. As Michael sliced through half, half the men. Everything went blindly bright. And... And tased the damn thing. Suddenly... My eyes. Quiet freak. I can see. Ugh. Garel. As he watches. As the girl has been taking care of him for the last two years. Is dead. In front of him. As he can finally see. To be continued. Ooh. This is the next issue. is a lost day special. I need to go pick up the rest of these issues. But who? Ooh, sookie, sookie. Now, babies and ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. Michael's just trying to find peace, man. It's like nobody wants him to be peaceful, relaxed, just chilling. Deathworm just wants to straight kill this dude. Michael just wants to be happy, relaxed. And they, essentially, they came back and killed his new family. So now, you, essentially, now I understand where Michael's mentality came from in the last Ronin about the straight death and killing and slicing people because he was every time he tries to find peace it gets destroyed by this dude Deathworm and his and his band of mighty thugs so to speak but god damn it man and the moment he got his eyes back he sees the girls are taking care of him just dead on the floor man I feel bad for him but tell me what y'all th guys thought of this issue do you think Mike should just 
left as soon as he figured out how to figure out go blindly then he, sh- he should have not gone on the water maybe he shouldn't have taken the car maybe he should have stayed in um, North Korea we don't know what do y'all think hit me up on Twitter at MellowPod22 tell me what y'all thought of the episode y'all know what it is thank y'all for listening thank y'all for doing all the good stuff that you do I love you all y'all hope you know that um yeah until next time issue 4 or the Lost Day special excuse me check out that W Energy 10% off your tubs hit that code MFG22 to get that 10% off ladies and gentlemen also me up on twitch.tv slash gaming. one word no spaces and as you guys already know always and forever one love peace